You're listening to the Dworkin Report. I'm Scott Dworkin. Well, Watergate 2.0 just landed with a thunderous crash today. Special Counsel Robert Mueller just released a damning indictment against 12 Russian GRU officers that will surely spread across the Trump administration, campaign, and universe very quickly. Mueller ended all questions. Russian military intelligence hacked into the Democratic National Committee headquarters and into the party's congressional organization known as the DCCC. Today's indictment is terrible news for everyone who secretly contacted Guccifer 2.0 during the 2016 election, including Donald Trump's oldest advisor, Roger Stone, who told Grant Stern he personally recommended his jailed longtime colleague, Paul Manafort, as campaign chairman. A Republican congressional candidate asked Guccifer 2.0 for election dirt. WikiLeaks was in direct contact with Guccifer 2.0, whose special counsel Robert Mueller just exposed as nothing more than the Russian military. Russian military intelligence. Forget bungling Cuban burglars from Miami. These were sophisticated military actors whose activities have been exposed right down to their addresses in Moscow. Just listen to what WikiLeaks wrote to Russian military intelligence. If you have anything Hillary-related, we want it in the next two days, preferably because the Democratic National Convention is approaching and she will solidify Bernie supporters behind her after. We think Trump only has a 25% chance of winning against Hillary, so conflict between Bernie and Hillary is interesting. The Guardian's Carol Cadwallader revealed that Donald Trump's main political campaign strategy was run from London by Cambridge Analytica, a company who stole 87 million Facebook profiles and was in touch with WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange, who was in communication with Brexit backer Nigel Farage and even Donald Trump personally through Roger Stone. Just listen to what Stone told producer Grant Stern last year. I said publicly that I am was among those who represented, uh, who recommended Paul Manafort to Donald Trump. The campaign had entered a phase after he, which he lost the Wisconsin primary. The delegates from Louisiana are stolen from him, despite the fact that he won the primary there. He lost the North Carolina, dele- uh, North Dakota delegates. He lost the Colorado delegates. You were heading to a situation in which it was certainly possible on paper for the Republican establishment to steal the nomination. Uh, This is an area of convention politics where Paul Manafort had a specific expertise. So I cannot say that I solely recommended him, but I was certainly among those who knew both Donald and knew Manafort and recommended him. Did you recommend him directly to Donald Trump? I did, in one conversation. And what was your role through the rest of the campaign? Were you frequently in touch with Mr. Trump? Uh, I was a kibitzer. I had no formal role. I had no compensation from the Trump campaign. Um, I was a self-appointed surrogate. Uh, and I spoke to him on political matters from time to time, giving him my own strategic observations. Keep in mind that convicted former Trump campaign advisor and former National Security Advisor General Michael Flynn was the head of America's Defense Intelligence Agency, and he obviously became compromised by Russia before pleading guilty to lying about his contacts with former Russian Ambassador Sergei Kislyak. Mueller's insanely detailed indictment is nothing short of a definitive first draft of history for the greatest crime ever perpetrated against the American people. Robert Mueller just revealed that America's elections got hit with a 9-11-style attack 
in a Pearl Harbor fashion. Donald Trump and the Republican Party teamed up with Russian state actors to steal emails and voter files from the big data that powered Hillary Clinton's get-out-the-vote effort and email messages from her campaign chairman, John Podesta, including his risotto recipe. Each of the officers is named by title, and the Russian military's meeting places have been exposed. It's a blood-red, toxic borscht of brazen bullying, heretofore unseen at this scale for an American political party and its presidential nominee, combined with a massive portrayal of the United States, a violation of federal law, and the tip of Trump's rapidly thawing iceberg of Russian collusion. Just last week, we saw in-the-flesh evidence that Republicans are not only subservient to the Kremlin's interests, but that seven GOP senators are so tame as to be the domesticated creatures of the Russian Ministry of Foreign Affairs after they happily walked in front of the cameras in Moscow on the 4th of July to publicly capitulate to Putin. If Donald Trump and his inner circle are going to be indicted by Robert Mueller, today's charges are the necessary predicate to going after the Trump campaign for contacting the agents of a foreign power, Russian GRU units, and using their help to win the Electoral College vote against Hillary Clinton. None of this is normal. None of this is right. Everything is starting to add up. They conspired against the United States to win the election, was defined as a coup via election. He was installed by Putin. They influenced the election. They've harassed Americans at a constant, mostly online. They attacked us. They hacked us. They hurt us. And they've done it every single day since Trump's been sworn in and even before then. Trump's embraced their efforts and members of Congress have done the same. There have been different hashtags that have come out of Russia to support members of Congress and they have promoted them. They have embraced it. They have welcomed the support. They have welcomed the harassment. And it helps no American for them to do so. It only hurts us. It makes us weaker. And everything Trump is saying is helping to destroy the democracy that Putin's been trying to destroy for years since he started in office, since he was a KGB officer. And so you have to wonder, since Trump's had a relationship with the Russian government for over 30 years now, whose side is he on? Because it's not ours. That's one thing that's for sure. Keep in mind that we just found out as well, Rod Rosenstein informed Trump earlier this week that these 12 Russian military officers were going to be indicted. He still attacked Theresa May. He still attacked NATO. He still said that Putin was a good guy. He still planned on meeting him for a summit on Monday. And this all leads up to an act of treason, which is going to occur on Monday unless Republicans stop him. This support is going to be deadly for the United States eventually if they don't stop it. It just leads to the most corrupt and inept Congress that we've ever had by far. And there's nothing good that can come of a relationship with Russia at this moment. They attacked us, they're acts of war, and we should not be interacting with them until we get to the bottom of this. That's for sure. No matter what, we should not be acting like we're friends with the Russian government that attacked us when we still haven't uncovered what's behind it.
Who were the actors? For sure. Who were the American actors? For sure. Because there are more pieces of the puzzle, but very few left to get. And I think what's next is the American actors that are going to be indicted. And that is going to be directly linked to the Trump campaign. And today's indictment does directly link the Trump campaign to the Russian military and prove the fact that they did conspire against the United States. Now, they need to indict people like Roger Stone, Donald Trump Jr., and probably add more indictments to Paul Manafort, Gates, and everybody else involved. But when you have dozens of people, including our Attorney General of the United States of America, Jeff Sessions, including Senate Intel Chairman Richard Burr, including Devin Nunes, including Warbacher and others, and you get the funding from you know, one of Putin's closest buddies, a guy that made billions off of Russian oil, and he's funding most of the Republican efforts. You have to wonder, if this happened to the Republicans, how would they have responded? How would they be responding right now? Because the only thing left that Russia needs to do is try and bury the Republican Party. When is that going to happen? Is it? And if they did, as, as crazy as it may sound, I would not support that. I would not support attacks on fellow Americans. For some reason, they trust the Russian government more than Democrats. They'd rather sit down and negotiate with Russians about nothing and accomplish nothing than their own countrymen. People who are right in front of them, people willing to negotiate, people willing to come to the table and make a difference for our country to make our country actually great again. And they're not willing to do it. Why is that? Because they don't see that they'll get the, their, their entire way. And if they don't get their entire way for their policies, then what's the point? And that is some jaded thinking, and that is some disgust. This is not the time for civility. This is the time for us to get loud, to keep peaceful, obviously, but get loud. And we have to be outraged. This is a disgrace. Trump is a traitor. He should resign. End of story. Anyone who attacks Mueller is attacking the United States of America. That's a fact, period. Hannity, traitor. DeSantis, traitor. Gates, traitor. Nunes, traitor. Ryan, traitor. McConnell, traitor. You want me to keep on going? I would be naming almost every single Republican in Congress. And every staffer that's aiding and abetting this entire madness. Not to mention the fact that Trump obstructed justice. Trump's committing crimes against humanity on the border. He's stripping away all the different social issues that we have here. He probably is going to try to repeal gay marriage, overturn Roe v. Wade. He's choosing Supreme Court nominees and appointing people that he should never have a right to. They just approved someone that was linked to the Russian bank that was involved with the hack, apparently, to the DOJ. And so, yes. Is it a conspiracy? Yes. Is it a theory? Absolutely not. Not anymore. So, just make sure that you call your representative, you call your senator, and you demand they get to the bottom of Everything. And they have investigations just like they had with Benghazi, but into this Russian meddling and interference and the hacking. We need the truth to be exposed. We need public hearings and we need them now so that this never happens again.
And my hope, my genuine hope from all this would be that we get a new election because that's the only way to beat Putin besides replacing the people in charge right now. You can visit our website at dworkinreport.com. It's turning into a great news aggregator site, and uh, we're going to be updating that over the weekend. I'd like to thank my producer, Grant Stern. I'd like to thank Robert Moeller, the patriot, person who is uh, doing his job and doing it professionally and making America sane again. Debunking conspiracy theory after conspiracy theory. I'd also like to thank Peter Strzok yesterday for his testimony. Obviously, he's the patriot and the Republicans are the traitors in that instance. Obviously. Thanks again for listening. Onward! Onward!